WTO After the Whistle, the official podcast of the Capital City Supporters Group. I'm Johnny MacArthur. I'm here with Patty Dornan all season long, giving you reactions, analysis, and hot takes. Apologies for being late this week. I have been deathly ill <laughs> with what I think is the flu. And on Tuesday, I literally thought I was going to die. So we, uh, we, we got, we picked up the pieces and, you know, we could have skipped this week because I'm sure we both wanted to, but we're back at it <laughs> again. Anyways, Patty. How are you feeling after this? I hate Better it. than me physically, I hope, even if emotionally it's the same. I hate, I hate, I hate everything, everything about these two <laughs> games. I hate, well, not everything, but 99%. Most of, of the things. Yeah, what? Oh, man. Okay, so yeah, we're obviously going to talk about both the Pacific and the Halifax game. Yeah. Ah, uh, we conceded an injury time again. <laughs> For the third time in the last four games. It's awful. It's the same uh, old story, man. Same old story. I remember a couple of weeks ago when you were like, I think we could win the league. And like we legitimately were like in the in the pitcher. I think we finished pitcher. one game week at like second or something. Yeah. Um, no, we capitulated. There's absolutely no way that's happening. I think the best we could finish is second with like a million different other permutations. But yeah. we basically we 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 fed it. So we yeah, did. we uh we did. Um and it's really unfortunate because even if we had, like, I think, even if we had held on for draws in these games, I mm-hmm. like we would have been in a much better position. And it's oh it's, yeah, it's unfortunate because now we're sitting at thirty three points, one point ahead of York, um, and we're going into a game against Valor. Um, so it's it, again, it's <clears throat> Valor. We, as we know, is, is sometimes can be a little bit of a little bit of a kryptonite team for us. Yep, they um, sure can, especially at TD places. So, <laughs> especially now that they don't want to finish Wooden Spoon. Like now, there's a Wooden Spoon race. Like they're actually yes. at the bottom right now. Like they might be really they they might want to have a moment of pride where they're not finishing at the bottom. So they might be clawing like crazy for this. Yeah, yeah, they're they're us uh, two two years ago. Yeah, um, which exactly. sucks. Um, so yes. Uh, Apart from that, my God, we cannot finish to save our lives. No. The, like I rewatched, I actually rewatched the Pacific game earlier today. Mm-hmm. And the amount of chances that we had that we just Body. didn't complete. Buddy, five uh, big chances to their one. And five big chances missed. It's... <laughs> and five missed. Yeah. Not to mention the missed pen as well. I mean, that's, yeah. just, that's just giving up, giving up a freebie right there. That's giving up the middle square and bingo. Pretty much, yeah. So, so yeah. So, we, I think we personally like for the Pacific game. If we look at the at how things ended ended up at the end of the ninety, um, yeah, frustrating. We should have we should have walked away with at least three points in that game because I do think that that of the two games, obviously, this was the game where we we played more of our game. Um, and yeah, I think it, I think it really showed the team actually looked threatening for for at least part of the game. Um, you know, we were out possessed, but you know, normally that's our strong suit, but it was just, yeah. it was just frustrating because we just couldn't fi- finish. And again, why couldn't we finish? Well, you know, when you've got five big chances and you miss all five of them, guess what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, end, mean, we eke out a point. Um, but, uh, after I mean, like you, that, I mean, like you said, we looked good other than the first half against Halifax. That was probably the best game of our last, like four of our last, you know, four mudslide happening. Right yeah now. yeah yeah i uh, i think you're probably right um but yeah if we look at kind of the, the stats breakdown i mean again you know we got out possessed which isn't the end of the world we did have no, more shots cares. 11 yeah. shots um yeah. but um yeah we had, we had eight five, shots inside the box to their two great. but we were great. constantly knocking on the door like we, i'm telling you i was i was there i had all my friends there like it was it was edge of your seat stuff this game 
That's what I mean, especially in the second half. Like, if you look yeah. at the breakdown in, in second half stats, we had seven yeah. shots, they had two, and four yeah. big chances to their zero. Yeah. So, you know, no, when, you're absolutely. T- when you're talking about a, a team that I think arguably we could have beaten, and then you look at the stat lines, like, again, we should have walked away with, with the points. Um, yeah. And it's just frustrating because it wasn't, I don't think it was necessarily anything that anyone did on the on the pitch as far as um, the formation that we ran was, was all right. Um, everyone kind of was playing a decent game. It was just the fact that we couldn't, capitalize on on the finish and it's so frustrating because again you know what uh what a game to have ollie denied on his first pen <laughs> miss his first pen yeah which God, sucks and then uh, i think it was sammy like almost had the rebound and and, yeah. roof, and roofed it over the net so yeah it's uh <sighs> again super frustrating to watch that um yeah. especially after the two prior games of conceding twice in injury time and then we're like, yeah, we're back. We're back. Look well, that's at this just it. Plan. Like, you could tell it was like, this is our comeback after two, like, heartbreaks. Like, we're not going to let this type of thing happen again, but we just still couldn't cross the line. And then that combined with what happened in the game afterwards, it's just like, oh, yeah, like, this this team is done for the season. They're checked out. That sounds bad. That sounds very defeatist. Um, but we'll be, honestly, at this point, we'll be lucky to make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. And I I, I'm, I think we're all hoping for a miracle coming into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I mean, Maxime Tiso's free kick money it's just yep. so good like that's money. the kind of that's the kind of stuff we want to see during this game mm-hmm. um i mean assy had a good game which was which was nice um because he can be a little bit hot and cold yeah. zappa obviously had a good game this mm-hmm. this match so again it, it it was a lot of a lot of puzzle pieces that were in the right place we just mm-hmm. couldn't fit the puzzle together and yeah. we ended up with a 1-1 draw which sucks and then um yeah so overall i mean i think that the pacific game was our our shining moment in in a not so great week uh week and a half (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad it's the one that i was at because it was a good time left left with a point at least but i mean you're right like if it's if ifs and buts or carries and that's everybody knows but i mean imagine we take three points from this and we salvage the one point from each of the other three games how much better in a situation would we be right now oh my god just so much better so much better and And, and that's the most frustrating part even if we exactly eked out a three-pointer on this one it would have made up for the other the other draws that we we dropped so exactly uh, these these and the the only reason that we drop these results is you know the six inches between your ears mm -hmm. it's things like that that's the reason why we dropped all of these results you know what i mean it's not necessarily talents not necessarily skill it's not necessarily coaching tactics it's just focus yes Uh, Yes. and that's frustrating yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, again, I don't want to like talk about this game too, too much because I think mm. most people are interested to hear us talk about the Halifax game. I do want to mention is... my moment of the match for the Pacific oh, yeah. game, which was when James Merriman tried to sub on Easton Ongaro without realizing he had already used all of his substitution windows. <laughs> <laughs> pa- Patrick pointed this out to me at the game. He's like, look at him. He's all warmed up. He's standing there next to the board and the fourth official's telling him he can't do it because he's already used all of his windows. We heckled him like crazy about Amazing. that. Amazing. That's yeah, that's isn't that ridiculous. <laughs> like, remember, if, I mean, that was his whole game plan, too, was to bring him out to like probably get a late goal but then he just couldn't do it like what a dink remember a few <laughs> weeks ago when i said that i think pacific is like a group of very good players with a not very good coach yes yeah this doesn't really yeah, this doesn't really do a lot to disprove that <laughs> literally not knowing the rules of the league is a bit damning yeah yeah lump them in with some of the referees <laughs> yeah no i just wanted to throw that out there because it was great. love it love it yeah. but so yes Halifax away. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Uh, I mean, I gotta, I gotta, you know what? We did it again. 
we we gave up yeah. a goal in injury time. Uh, Ninety plus two, super super. Uh, I mean, you know what? Thank God for Sammy Salter though. Uh, yeah. The man dunked on his old club, which was incredible. Which was nice. Uh, which would have been a much better story if we finished with the point. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sammy puts up two goals. Beautiful. When he scored at 13 minutes, like it was funny because the following morning I, w- I started with the highlights. Obviously, I watched the game eventually, but like I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'll just watch the highlights just to see like what happened. Yeah. And as soon as I saw Sammy score the first one and then it was like called offside, I was like, oh, man, that sucks. And then he scored again. And I was like, yeah. oh, my God, here we Let's go. go. He's, I was like, this he's, is he's this goblin is the, mode right now. This is the Sammy Salter Hattie. This is yeah. where it's coming. Yeah, exactly. Uh, someone called, yeah, the, someone Sammy's, called, the elusive yeah. Sammy Salter Hattie we've been talking about all season. Yeah. Uh, so I was I was prepared for it. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then, and then, you know, we kind of just fell apart in the second half. Yeah. Oh my God! Remember early in the season when we could only play one half, and it was a yeah. roll of dice whether it be the first one or the second one. That's we did true. it again. We did it at Wanderers Grounds. Um, and I, I, you know, we, I don't, I, I personally don't think we can discount the fact that the field was. Oh man, the conditions did not awful. look good. It was awful. Um, and I get that you guys got hit by like a hurricane, mm-hmm. but, which sucks. Yeah, it's 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 tough because not only was the game delayed which is probably worse for the away team who's now. Just oh my chilling. God. Yeah. You're just stuck there for like yeah. three extra days. Like, yeah. Yeah. But then on in top hurricane of that, conditions on top of that, they're like, Oh, and by the way, you're going to play on like essentially a, 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 swamp. a, a quagmire. Yeah. Of like, yeah. So unfortunately, everyone was slip sliding. Like it wasn't, it was, it was ridiculous. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It, it really was. Um, but that being said, after watching this, this game, I, I think, I mean, we've talked about it a little bit. We've kind of like alluded to it, but I think other teams have figured out the, the, the cargo ball. They've, they've, they've solved the, they've solved the mystery. I think it's, um, I mean, if you make the right run in between our center backs, just through on goal. We, how many yeah. times have we seen that? So many, um, basically every game, all these, all three of these injury time goals were all like right. cuts through the center. So, and I mean, is that, is that, you know, not having a spayo there to head away the clearance or, True. you know, what's, what's the cause of this or is this, you know, and I thought about this a lot it, ever since we moved to a back three, we're just conceding goals like this. And I'm wondering, I'm like, okay, it, you think that you add another center back, you're adding another, you know, level of defense, but Think about it this way. If, if you're one of three in the back instead of one of two, are you switching off easier because you think that there's going to be more people there to cover you to pick yeah. up your slack if you let yeah, something that could, slide? That, that could be the case. I mean, their first two goals, and they were like, how far apart were they? Let's see. Those first two goals were seven minutes apart, and they were both so similar. It was just a great striker's run up in between center backs, through on goal, and then, you know, just had a clear shot at net. Yep. And it, it was with their center backs just standing there. Just yeah, ball was, watching, especially yeah. that last one, especially when the ball comes in and Acosta was caught ball watching. It's like, God mm-hmm. damn, man. Like, how are you? Anyways, it was just, or, it was, a, it was a shambles. And well, and the worst part about that is you could have taken either Farah and Orperutz's goals and it was copy paste from the, the previous matches that we conceded to Cavs and to Vancouver. Yeah. So no, like, exactly. li- literally, literally, it's just copy paste, same, yeah. the same, same goal. So. Yeah. Unless we can figure that a way to shut that down, like we're in trouble. And and it's tough because with the type of football that Atletico generally plays, and when I say we generally play, I mean like the type of football that we're good at. Mm-hmm. Unless, again, in this match, unless you can capitalize on every single opportunity that you get, like we're cooked. There's no yeah. way we're going to look at, you know, 40% possession, 38% in the first half, uh, and 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 win without capitalizing on and exploiting on 
those those types of attacks because yeah. the second the second we lose focus on the attack or on the defense mm-hmm. we're we're just we're just giving up so we it, it's tough because when it, the system works it is impeccable it's beautiful when the system works it's amazing mm-hmm. but the issue is as soon as there's one misstep or one missed read of a play the whole thing falls apart so it's it's almost like it's it's an unstoppable force so long as everyone is bought in and everyone's playing properly and everyone's you know not making mistakes but as soon as we start making mistakes or as soon as we start playing around with the ball that's when we get caught out and it happened what three times in this match I especially say. when you start missing big chances as well remember that yeah. big ollie chance that he fluffed like you can't be missing those if you're gonna play a game like this yeah 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 so it, again it's tough it's tough um so you know it, it showed in the pacific game and it showed again in this game in all of its ugly glory um yeah, yeah. And I mean, here's here's a here's the thing too is especially with you know conceding so late all the time recently. Um, mm. I saw someone point this out on Twitter, and I thought about it a lot. I thought you know this is a really great point. It's like a little bit obvious, but it's a really great point, which is that obviously when you when you have the lead and you want to close out a game, and then you do the thing where you sit back and you try and you know take all the pressure and absorb it until the game is done. Um, obviously, you leave yourself liable to. Mm-hmm freak goals happening because you're absorbing all the pressure and the thing is is that that's kind of an old school way to close out a game um a lot of the best top teams these days that you watch when they're closing at a game they do it by keeping possession they do it by slowing the game down by keeping possession by passing it around crisp passes not losing the ball that's how you close out a game by not even giving them a chance by snuffing them out it's not by letting them take it then stick everyone in behind the ball and then all of a sudden someone can get a freak run in behind and then you're just cooked. Then you're cooked. Yeah. And everyone's yep. taken out of the game. And we saw it. We saw it in both of these games, to be honest. Yeah, we've seen it three times in the past four games. Yes. It's just, how are, how are like, we... <laughs> I beg, stop playing like this. <laughs> <I> beg, <laughs> Please. Like you said, when it works, it's great, but when it doesn't, not only does it completely fall apart, but it's really not nice to watch either yeah. as fans well and and even in this match like if you look at a breakdown of half by half like first half we had 10 shots and two big chances halifax mm-hmm. had two shots second half we had eight shots and five of them were off target and no yeah. chances halifax had nine yeah including three goals and all nine of their shots were inside the box jesus christ like that's ridiculous <laughs> like that's ridiculous it's it night is. and day dude first <laughs> half they didn't even get a shot until the 31st minute yeah. The 31st minute they had their first shot. Like yeah, what so, the hell? What so dope were we smoking in the locker room at halftime? And what crack were they smoking in the locker room at halftime? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, I just I again, I don't I don't think we were playing the way we wanted to play, especially defensively. So it was just it was not it was not good. Poor performance. Um poor you know, the formation didn't work um at all. I'm telling you, this three at the back it's not going to work. Yeah. We can't do it. Like I said, honestly, I think, uh, especially in the Pacific game, I was talking with Patrick about this with the goal we conceded. It's like when Luke goes steps out to make the challenge, when Met doesn't cross over on the left side to cover him, it's like if we're if we're not properly equipped to play a three at the back, then you know you're gonna get it. You're yeah. gonna get cucked. Yep. So I don't know. It's I mean, the, all that's we have three games left. All that's left to do is to try and see out the season, try and claw our way in the playoffs at best, and have a big old rethink for next year because obviously this is falling apart the wheels are falling off yeah and i i, I don't i don't want to for the you know for our fans out there listening i don't want to sound all doom and gloom <laughs> um but i honestly think at this point in the season unless we pick up at least two wins out of the next three games like we're in trouble 
Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, like like we like you said, we're 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 in fifth right now, and we're one point ahead of York, and we got three games to go. So, you know, it's a real dogfight, and we're three we, we're three points behind Halifax ahead of us too. So, you know, that yeah. last that last position is going to be a dogfight. Yeah. Exactly. Who did York play in their last three? They got Calvary, and then us, and then Vancouver. So. They've also got a stack 400 under 21 minutes. This is the other part of it, too. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that away at York Lions on uh, October 1st, is, it's going to be brutal. Yes. <laughs> that's going to be brutal, dude. That's going to be a proper fifth place match. Yep. Yep. My goodness. There's going to be some bad blood in that match, I think. Yeah. Now, speaking of bad blood, um, anyone would have noticed at the end of this Halifax game, obviously, we equalized late. They got the late winner. Um, they didn't really show it on the broadcast, but Callum Watson received a red card for flipping the bird at our bench. I know that sounds made up because you wouldn't assume a player would actually do some dumb shit like that. But yes, he has received a two game suspension for flipping the bird at our bench. Talk about being a sore winner. That's something a little kid would do. Yes. Um, and not only that, but their other player that was, you know, slapping Zappa on the chest as he ran by right after the goal. Just I didn't realize that that team was so scummy. Yeah, it's it's tough because in general I have had a you know, I think this season we've all had a bit or added a bit more respect to Halifax in general because they started out pretty rocky. Last season was a bit of a dud for them. Um mm-hmm. obviously they went through a massive rebuild. This season, you know, they've 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 come back and in force and they're sitting, you know, in playoff contention. They're they're a decently strong team. I mean they beat us. So, you know, say what you want to say about the, the performance. Mm-hmm. My issue is again the mentality of these players to act like that, oh, no. and it's 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 a bit of my concern is that it seems to be you know after the Cavs game and then this game like it's it's starting to be a trend that players think that they can get away with or do things that you know aren't in the spirit of the game and to it's, us. It's, yeah, to us. Because we're the big Atletico team, right? So like, yeah. everyone loves getting one over on us, and then they act up when they do. Yeah, so, so again, it's frustrating. And it's, and it's hard, too, because, you know, I have a lot of friends. You know, I grew up on the East Coast. I went to University in Halifax. I have a lot of friends that are really big into the Wanderers, really, you know, huge supporters, which mm-hmm. is awesome. And I think there's a lot of really good Wanderers supporters out there. Um, <clears throat> but when you have their players acting like that, and then, yeah. you know, anyone who was on social media after, like, holy. Oh, my goodness. Like, I'm sure we all saw the big tweet that kicked all of this off as well. Um, and I mean, the fact that so many of their players were liking that tweet as well really rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, man, that's gross. Especially when you've got Ollie like replying to one of those tweets, telling him to be classy. It's yeah, like, that's the difference between it. And that's the difference between us and you, bro. Yeah. Like <laughs> your, and, and, your players are liking tweets that are like calling our team, you know, Wankstain, Simeone garbage that shouldn't play that way at your grounds. And all your players are like, yeah, yeah, I like that. Meanwhile, yeah, ours then, is like, dude, show takes, some respect. Like, and, and then the guy deletes his tweet. So, you know yeah. what? Like, again, I think it's a little bit of levity. I get being like drunk and excited that, you know, you. you oh, yeah, for it. sure. You I mean, both of dagger. those tweets were definitely some some alcohol going into them. Yeah. And you got a late dagger and that's, you know, every team's dream. But at the same time, like when you combine their players acting like that with their fans acting like that, like it's just gross. That's true. Like honestly, the fans, whatever fans can do whatever they want. We do yeah. whatever we want. Like, to we're, like honestly, we, again, last season we were probably like, we were the, we were the heels, man. We were the villains last season. Yeah. We were just acting like so you you do. Know, pompous jackasses. And, that's right. And that's fine. Cause fans can do that. My issue yeah. is like, as soon as the players or the coaches, especially yeah. in the case of Halifax, 
fucking Patrice Gizar or whatever coming in with hot tweets, you know, talking about how like the refs stole the game or whatever. I'm like, my guy, you are, or, or their owner <laughs> also talking about oh, like, Oh, that's right. Yeah. They both know? tweeted about the, the refs multiple times. Yeah. yeah no, it's just, so it's, it screams of a small club mentality, yeah, doesn't it? It's, it's, it's tin pot, man. Like to yeah. me, that's, that's, that's small time. And you can't be acting like that if you're in a position of authority with team coaches or management. Like I can't even imagine Fernando or Cargo tweeting out anything like that because no, absolutely that's, not. that's ridiculous and no, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, the yeah, the players getting in on that I thought was really friggin' gross. Um, yeah. well, and, and, you know, and again, take... the the re, you know, the response was Callum Watson is now out for two games. For, for game two games. Yeah, these are gonna be banana peel games too, because they've got a bunch of minutes to, to catch up with. So you know, yep. missing one of their top players. So best of luck with that. Or not. Yeah. I don't care. Um <laughs> So, yes, anyways, um, standout players, I guess, for, you know, obviously Salta for Halifax, could have had a Hattie, probably should have had a Hattie. Yeah, um, yeah great best, stats. Best game great, we've seen with him. Great stats as well. Three for three on dribbles, you know. He Love six it. recoveries, five defensive actions, which is awesome. Yep. Um, no, he was on a tear. He was on a tear, yeah. which is good because last time he went there, he didn't really do anything, so. Yeah, so <laughs> he, had, he had something to prove. So, obviously, Sammy is up here. Um, I mean, obviously, we, we wouldn't, we can couldn't have this podcast uh, this week without talking about Max Tiso's performance mm-hmm. against Pacific. Against Pacific, um, absolutely. He was just, huge. Just a real real good one. Um, obviously, you know, the goal aside, he had five passes in the final third, um, two shots on net. You know, like, again, not amazing, amazing, incredible stats, but still really good. And I, I honestly think he, he played his legs off, which is good because he was just back, you know. Yeah, it's a nice comeback. Yeah, so it's good to see a solid performance mm-hmm. from him. Um, Assy, to me, Assy in the Pacific game. He, Halifax game, mm, not so Buddy, much. Buddy, okay, yes. In the Pacific <laughs> game, he was cooking. He was cooking. He was, I liked it yeah, a lot. In, in the, the Halifax kitchen. game, I'm sorry. He was awful. I, like the whole, the whole game during that game, I was like, this guy, this kid's got one trick, which is you beat your defender by running around him and do something with it. Every time he got a little far up the pitch, he would just stop. He wouldn't run around the defender. He would stop, look at his actions, and then make the wrong decision. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's tough because Asi is such a, 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 ta- a raw talent. He's so fast. He has such, I'm going to call them dynamic moves, because mm-hmm. watching him undress some players when he wants to, especially yeah. down at the touchline, amazing, incredible. Yeah. Um, and he can still get a, get a nice clean cross out as well. Um, but when he stinks, he stinks. Well, especially when he has zero <laughs> successful dribbles, zero accurate crosses, twice dispossessed. Only, yep. yeah, it's just, yeah, it, it, only five out of 12 ground duels won, yeah. especially yeah. playing as a wing back. I mean, you know, maybe, our, maybe wing play isn't something we should be doing when we've only really got, you know, one defender who can cross properly and one, uh, uh, one wing back that stays healthy all the time. Spoiler alert, yeah. they're not the same person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so you know, Assy for me, tale of two cities in this case, yeah. tale of two matches. Yeah, Pacific, Amazing. he was cooking, man. Pacific, honestly, he was one of, like, my friends. He was the one that, it, that everyone was watching, being like, who is this kid? Why does he consistently lay everyone on their ass? Like, it was, it was <laughs> like, a Assy. joy to watch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, joy to watch in the Pacific Yes, game. yeah, so, so those would, uh, you know, again... I think it, it's tough because all three of them are, are match, match asterisk match specific, <laughs> standouts because yeah. I don't think anyone had two good games. Really. <laughs> no, they're kind of the opposite in, in the opposite games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if we, if we move on down the list, Johnny, 
Let's uh, let's talk about some disappointments. Do you got yeah. any specifically? I mean, I know that we mention this guy all the time, but I mean, no Verhoeven. I'm not really sure why. Um, I don't know. I just don't see his future in this team, to be quite honest with you. I, would I, I know he's I know he's like beginning of the season. There was some some glimpses that there could be, you know, a really good midfielder in there. But I mean, when the games where it's mattered most recently, there's just been nothing. Well, and especially when we added Zappa to the lineup, it, it, it didn't, obviously it's not taking his position, but mm-hmm. you're changing the dynamic in the center of the pitch. Yeah. And I think that he was better suited to what we had before we had mm-hmm. a six. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, it's just, and now we're playing this three at the back with like two midfielders. I just, I hate it. It doesn't work. Like no. I beg, go back to two center backs <laughs> and three midfielders. Like give us like a proper, like four, three, three or something like this, or a four, two, three, one, because this, this three five two five four one wing play thing, like it's just not it. It's not working. Yeah, yeah. I miss the four one four one, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, no, same dude, same. <laughs> um, yeah. Who else do you got? Uh, I mean, unfortunately, I'm I'm gonna put I'm gonna put San Miguel up here, um, specifically for the Halifax game. Yeah. My God, that was a bit of a tra- travesty for Miguel. Yeah, it was probably um, yeah, one of one of his poorest showings, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he played all 90 minutes, 4 for 12 on long balls, 50% on accurate or on crosses. My issue is more so his defensive stats though. <laughs> yep. He lost 9 duels <clears throat> and he went 1 for 7 on ground duels and 1 for 4 on aerial duels. You know how many tackles he won? Zero. Zero. Yeah. Zero tackles won. Dribbled past 3 times. Plus, he committed two fouls and was fouled no times. So Just again, not, not a great performance, and yeah. it sucks because we've seen we've seen what Miguel can do, and he's yeah. I mean he's nominated for the Golden Scarf. Like, there's a reason he's up mm-hmm. there. Yeah, but this match was not it. <laughs> was not it. No. No, <laughs> yeah. it's just yeah. Our defenses have ju- has just been been sixes and sevens the past two games. Yeah, well, especially because like Miguel had a pretty decent game against Pacific. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like that's just happening with a lot of players where they're like. Yeah. I don't know if it's it's them playing a team that they're particularly good against, um, or or you know playing at home versus playing away. Like there's so many other factors. It's just <clears throat> Miguel had a, ba- a good game and a bad game. You know, <laughs> other players had a bad game and then a good game. So it's 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 tough. It's honestly really tough. Yeah, and I mean when you think about like what factors could have you know factored into the Halifax game. I mean, like we said, we our our team traveled normally and then they were stuck there for like three extra days before playing. Um, that takes a huge toll. You know, probably one that we wouldn't understand. It's already tough being a traveling athlete, but then to, you know, be living in, in whatever hotel they've got you for like an extra three days and then to go play on that pitch, a surface that's nothing like anywhere in the league, but just because of how absolutely waterlogged it is like this is this can completely discombobulate you. And yeah. both times we visited there have been postponed because of hurricane conditions and both times we've lost because of one goal. It's like, you know, everyone has a home advantage. That's like a home home advantage. <laughs> yeah, Halifax is the hurricane advantage. <laughs> right? Like, you got to stay here extra long and then come out yeah. and play in a swamp. Yeah. So, unfortunate. Unfortunate. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, like, we could probably have a laundry list of players yeah, on here that are but not But it great. doesn't really help, um, does it? No. So, uh, let's just, uh, let's move on. Honestly, I'm, I'm ready to move on. Um, <laughs> I, I would actually, I, I am going to mention Del Campo in the Halifax <laughs> game because, like, oh my goodness. Like, did, it's, especially the, at the end there when we were setting up at the center circle after their last goal. And then they did that Hail Mary move where he just, like, took the shot right from the center circle. I was like, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. Unreal. <laughs> 
It's just like strange. If, yeah, if you're gonna do that, like you, you know, you better not miss. <laughs> or just don't do it. You know, yeah. that's that's. No, I never, I've never seen that work ever. Uh, I mean, I've seen goals happen. from the halfway line. I've never seen it from kickoff. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, I was I was gonna <laughs> mention the uh, the Onana floater <laughs> in the preseason for for really, but yeah uh yeah no you're right honestly that's a uh, real again smooth brain um yeah. and it sucks because you know we're trying not to i don't say we're trying not to like you know sh- on del-, del campo but <laughs> it's hard not to when he's doing stuff like that yeah, yeah. <laughs> um areas for improvement obvious oh, conceding an injury time again <laughs> I shouldn't have to talk about this, but here I am. Uh, and it's funny because, you know, we, we, when, when we conceded in injury time, uh, I think I post, after this, I posted the chat group because I was watching the, uh, the Montreal game and they mm-hmm. did the same thing. And I was like, oh, Montreal channeling their ATL yeah, and, giving, yeah. and, and giving up a goal. To, I think we were playing Chicago um, in injury time. And then Johnny re- replied. It was like, oh, so is daddy Atletico, Atletico Madrid. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> they the, did the Champions League match against Lazio, like they were leading, they were leading 1-0 the whole game. And then the, the last action of the game was off a short corner. And then the keeper makes a run into the box. And then someone crosses it into the box. And the f***ing keeper heads the ball in to tie it up yeah. at the very last second of the game. I was yeah. like, dude, three games in a row? Like, I don't need this. I need a yes. break. <laughs> Johnny's like, I want to get off the, the, the <laughs> get off this ride. And yeah, yeah, the Montreal game was the last uh, the last second penalty. Yeah, it was like yeah, ninety plus sucked. seven or something. Yeah, oh my God, so. dude, that sucked. Yeah, and I understand that rules are changing, and there's going to be a lot more injury time goals mm-hmm. because of the nature of the new time regulations, um, which I'm I'm for. It's just it's it never it never not it it never doesn't hurt. Yeah. when you get a dagger in injury time like no that. absolutely i just honestly we need to stop like we don't have the, the 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 stones to sit back and soak up pressure for the the last couple minutes of the game clearly we've seen three examples of it in the past four games we don't have the stones to do it we should be continuing to press and try and keep the ball and try and move up the pitch because yeah clearly we can't just sit back and then block it and see the game out not like last yeah. year we yep. can't do it We've failed so many times. Yep, agreed, agreed. Um, yeah, so for me, that's uh, we just need to stop doing that. I'm yeah. just, I'm sick of it. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, no, it's 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 shit to watch, and it, I mean, I probably feel shit as a player as well on the field when that happens. So, it happens twice, it's rough enough, and then it happens a third time. Like, oh my good. Yeah. Uh, moment of the match, I mentioned in Pacific, it was James Merriman not knowing the substitution rule. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's your moment for either of them uh honestly i loved seeing how quiet <laughs> the wanderers crowds were when sam salter scored 13 minutes of the game oh, and he, I, he, he ran to the corner and the broadcast was like silent <laughs> and, and they were and they were like oh yeah like you know the the, the wanderers grounds are silent except for a few dedicated atletico fans <laughs> it goes over and shows ben <laughs> yeah <laughs> No, so incredible i love that i love seeing dudes score against their their former club unless yeah. you're unless you're like Bahus and you're playing against us and then you're not allowed to do that well i was gonna say unfortunately it wasn't as sweet as when brian scored against us and we ended up with the draw anyways you know he scores the, the brace against them and then they still ended up winning so i'm sure they didn't really care at the end of the day uh true true oh my goodness yeah uh, well, so, you know what? Like we breeze through that because of 
because the mailbag is, but also the the mailbag is is pretty heavy. (laughs) It's a hefty. But yes, you know, when you have two games like that, a lot of people are going to have some things to say. So you heard enough from us. Now it's time to hear from you. CCSG mailbag. All right, let's do this. (laughs) Mailbag time, everybody. So this is the part of the podcast where everyone gets to send in all of their questions and concerns and, and, statements sometimes mm-hmm. and whatever whatever you want to send in to us yeah. we'll we'll read it on the air um it's best part of being a member of the capital city supporters is you get a whole section of the podcast that's just for you yeah and then in the coming weeks um can you send us some nice like fall recipes because it's getting chilly out there so i i yeah, want your up. you know your broad bean soups <laughs> you know your 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 gourd soups things like this Send those Johnny's really too. into the soups right now. I need one right now, as you <laughs> <Yeah>. can tell. <laughs> uh, and what better way to kick off the mailbag than a beer? Let's go. <laughs> there you go. I've got the non-alcoholic beers because of my condition, but you go ahead. Um, Listen, man, it's midnight here. I'm just going to keep, yeah, no, keep I don't on keeping on. I'm probably going to switch over once I start editing this. It's going to be the only way to get through it. Anyways. <laughs> all right, let's do it. Getting real personal um, on the podcast. Um, all right. Did we just watch a preview of the four versus five match? Yes. You think so? Yeah, I think. I you think, think York is going to fail to make it in? I think York will fail to make it in. I think mm. Halifax is going to stick where they're at. Yeah. Forge will probably just eke out a third place finish. Mm. Not strong. Um, and Cavs are going to. Like, I, I think this is the. As far as I'm concerned, this is the one, two, three, four, five. I, I can see it. Gonna, I think we're going to sit in five. Um, and that's not obviously not what we wanted. You know, barely yeah. making the playoffs. Technically, not making the playoffs if they hadn't added an extra team, <laughs> uh, which is sad because we made fun yeah. of it for a long time. But yeah, yes, I do think that this is a this is a bit of a four v five preview. Yeah. Um, after the behavior of both fans and players from Halifax, I'm concerned. Um, oh my god! Yeah, dude. I think playoff run between us. <laughs> I think the Discord might literally catch on fire if if we have Halifax in the playoffs and we get another spicy game like that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I I I think that's a yeah, that's a good point. This is the preview of the four v five match, so yeah. it will be good. Do you think it's gonna be um at home or away? Ooh. Because if I'm not mistaken, you know, four hosts five, right? In the in the yeah, in the play in round. I I think it. I, as much as I want to say it'll be home, I think it'll be away. Yeah. Because who does Halifax have in their next few games? They've got Vancouver, Vancouver, Forge, and Valor. So See, Vancouver and Forge, you know, without Callum Watson and also having to get under 21 minutes. Those yeah, true. Those are two losable games for them. It's dice. It's dicey. It's dicey. I know coming off a game like this, they've definitely got a lot of confidence. So. They might be able to pull through, but you know it's possible they won't. Yeah, fair. Um, but yes, I I, I think that uh, unfortunately, and please don't hurt me, CCSG fans and members. But I think I think we're I think we're going to eke out a five on this one, especially <laughs> based on how we're playing. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, yeah. This is fun. all right. You want to tell this one to me? Yeah, yeah you, you read I, this. I got it. I got it. Yeah. Uh, I honestly don't know how you guys can do this two weeks in a row. <laughs> the rest of us feel like a dog's butthole after watching that Halifax game, but at least we didn't have to go on the air and relive it. Yeah. <laughs> With that being said, when will the bleeding stop, and what do you think the treatment is to get it to stop? <laughs> um, honestly, that's probably a good metaphor because it's, it's a bleed right now, and if we're going to make playoffs, we basically just have to slow down or stop the bleed. 
you know yeah, we got to throw a tourniquet on that bad boy no exactly um and what's the treatment honestly i i think from beginning to end of this season we've we've had multiple reasons to to, to discuss how recruitment has been a bit of a, mi- a miss this season you know to, to beginning the season without a defensive midfielder to you know bringing in another striker at halfway through the season that's yet to score mm-hmm. um i just think that you know recruitment needs to be better going into the off season yeah and i think we all had concerns i think you're right i think we all had concerns about the off season because even when the trade window opened up like i i agree we got we got zappa which was a great signing Mm -hmm. um but what else have we got well i mean we also you know we also have our entire depth chart of left backs is injured all the time true right it's just Um, our 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 squad is not really a well-balanced you know title winning squad by any means at the moment no uh yeah so i guess we'll we'll see i guess we'll see what happens <laughs> yeah it's gonna be an interesting off season we'll be following it very closely yes yeah but also we're not we're not throwing in the towel we're not throwing know. in the towel no it's just it's a thing that we've been discussing lately because you know yeah. it's a bit discouraging seeing this happen in our last four games it's discouraging but also this is ottawa and we managed to go from last to first so who knows That's man true. maybe there's a playoff run who somewhere knows? deep down maybe diego comes back and it's like that scene in lord of the rings when gandalf reappears <laughs> <laughs> but it's like diego on a on a white steed gandalf and the white, us, yeah. yeah and he leads us to you know the championship Leads us to the promised land. Mm. The North Star Cup. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, we will. Um, why does it hurt so much? Why does God hate us? Why does the team hate us? <laughs> uh, it hurts so much you. because we just watched the same thing happen three out of four of the games. Mm. Um, why does God hate us? I mean, because we live in Ottawa and that's just par for the course for <laughs> Ottawa sports fans. And why does the team hate us? I honestly don't think the team hates us. I don't us. think, I they, think hate they us. I think they want us to win. It's yeah. just things aren't working man um not working. so yes that's my three-part answer to that question. there you go um all right uh why does halifax insist on adding extra water to their already flooded pitch <laughs> i don't know man who knows who knows yeah i know that a lot of those jokes didn't go over very well and i mean I oh get, boy did they not well i mean i get coming from a situation especially you know maybe your home was lost you have families whose homes are lost i, I want to put it out there for the record that no one was making fun of you for having a hurricane happen to you yeah we're not monsters okay like you might look at us as you know the enemy and and evil but this is these are these are sports banters okay nobody is happy that you got hit by a hurricane and nobody's making fun of you for getting hit by a hurricane we're making fun of how awful a single piece of grass looks and it objectively (laughs) does that's it it's not good that's where it ended so let's just get that straight. so let's not let's not equate us being like your field is flooded to us wishing that people drowned or they have their houses destroyed there you go <laughs> that's there not go. that's ridiculous Thank you. Thank you're you. being ridiculous yeah um i'm gonna i'm gonna hit you with this one because i was a you know whatever but uh <laughs> is diego espejo what we need to fix our defense i mean i'm just gonna go out on a limb and say that ever since he's been gone i think we've only won one game so yeah, I mean, if you just if you basically just want to look at cause and effect, and you know, without even going into any sort of analysis, like yeah, and uh, when we're going to go a little bit more into it, like we were earlier talking about, you know, a ball over the top with a run through our center backs basically gives you clear on goal. We talked about how Espejo is the headed clearance king. So you know, yeah, those runs don't ca- don't those balls don't connect to those runs if you've got you know that beautiful young man in the middle of the center back. So yeah, exactly. probably is. 
There we go. And the fact the fact that you know a nineteen year old being out uh, causes our defensive downfall <laughs> is you maybe know, it's a bit rough. A sign. Of something <laughs> that we should work maybe on. a sign of changes that need to come. Yeah. Um. When will we? Lo- <laughs> Here we go. When will we learn that three defenders doesn't work in our five man midfield is just not it. Um. I wish we would have learned that four games ago <laughs> but here we are um i think that the experiment is over and the it's hardest part is i don't know what the alternative is because we don't really have the depth to do a whole lot with that yeah. unless diego espeo comes back or we're willing to like rely on tier walker and I, and you know what i'm not against that at this point i'm like you know what maybe tier walker should start more games and should you know pick up that middle of the pitch and he did in the Wanderers game. And, you know, mm-hmm. he didn't have an incredible game, but it was decent, I mm-hmm. would call it. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I think that we just need, we need our talisman in the center of the, the defense back in the same way that, like, we had that hole in our midfield for a long time and Zappa filled it. Yeah. We just, we, we have a hole in our defense <clears throat> now and it's just as egregious and just as devastating and damaging to us. Yeah. And I mean, I'm down, like we said, I'm down to run a 4 1 4 1 for the rest of the season and have, you know, Tier and Luke saying as the center backs. And then for God's sakes, Acosta maybe go back to right back. Um, but that's, but, and then have but a three man midfield. Our, like, but that's our strength to me. Like, yeah. that's, that to me, that's, that's every 4 1 4 1 game we've, we've played has been, you know, if we didn't win, at least we, we looked good. I feel like and, we've always been surprisingly, you know, pleasantly surprised every time that we've run it. So, yeah, I don't yeah. know why. I think it's a defensive thing. I think he he doesn't trust our squad and he wants to try and not lose. So he's making them extra defensive with the formations as well. But I mean, yeah, these, a lot of these players are not, a lot of these players are kids, to, right? So like they're not necessarily not tactically. Us, yeah, and that's just it. Like if you're, but also if you're trying to not get us to lose and we're still losing, like mm. at what point do you be like, all right, well this isn't working? Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, all right. Uh, okay, this is a, yeah, so, uh, alright. Hello, Capital City. Wanderers fan here. Okay. I just want to take a minute to apologize for how some of our fans were behaving on X slash Twitter over the last couple days towards you guys. Oh, that's nice. Uh, this was a tough match, and I don't think there was need to attack other SGs, especially when we, the team we all hate, Forge, (laughs) it says Forge in brackets, (laughs) is still out there. Anyways, hope you all make the playoffs with us, and sorry some of our louder fans got carried away behind their keyboards. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Well, you know what? Thank you, person who wrote that. Um, Like we, like, yeah, like we said, nor like you know, with, with fans acting yeah. up, it's it's not necessarily a thing that we're super concerned about because we act up too. It's a thing yeah. that happens. Um, no, it is. It it's is when sometimes it's it gets it's, sometimes it can get out of hand, especially when the when the when the banter doesn't actually contain a joke and it's kind yeah. of just like you know, hateful, vindictive, like bile that you know a friggin' opposing player has to actually come and put in check on Twitter and tell you to have some respect. It's like yeah. that's when you know it's <laughs> it's a little much. Yeah, um, for sure. Which God doesn't want us to put God again? It's getting wow. very uh, <laughs> religious. Yeah. yeah. Which Which God doesn't want us to play a normal game in Halifax? Zeus, Freyr, Osiris, Rob McKenna. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm surprised that they didn't put Poseidon up there because that's the God that I think is fist at us. <laughs> oh my goodness! One normal was, game, please. Well, and the worst part is oh, like yeah. it's one of it's one of the very few grass fields in the in the league, and it's always garbage. It's one of <laughs> two. Yep. Yeah, and it's always bad. Yeah. No, that's true. Um, this was Ollie's first missed pen. Yeah. And he also put up two not so good performances. Do you guys think this is a sign of his exhaustion 
or was it just a bad few games? P.S. Ali, we still love you. <laughs> um, I'm hoping it's not a sign of his exhaustion. I'm hoping it was just, you know, a couple of bad games that he had. Mm-hmm. Because all these, you know, no one in this league, I think, is perfect. You know, we don't have a Messi out there, just... Mm-hmm. Or, or uh, you know, Erling Holland. We don't, we don't. Ha- this league doesn't have that. We're not that level. So yeah. every player is going to put up some stinkers <laughs> at some point. Um, it just so happens that in this case, it was a couple in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also can't discount the fact that Ollie is is still kind of a a, a linchpin in our team. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that it's a bad couple games and not exhaustion because we need him for the playoffs. Obviously, yeah, with the absolutely. squad we have. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the pressure is like. Especially when you're him, obviously, you know, he's going, he's coming off, going to be coming off of his second, you know, stellar season after being, you know, MVP two times over last year. Yeah. Um, I believe he's still currently leading the golden boot race. Um, yes, yep. I'm sure having these sort of, you know, the potential to use these things to move up combined with a team that's not playing very well at the moment probably leads an incredible amount of pressure. Like you don't yeah, want it's your probably frustrating, yeah. right? It's very frustrating. You don't want your potential to move up to be screwed by your team, not performing very well. Right. So like, yeah, he's probably you're, you're trying rising, to do your rising star being, you know, dragged down by, right. Uh, and I mean, you know, maybe you try and do too much to pull your team out of it. And, you know, in doing so you're doing too much. So yeah, who knows? You know, there's any, any number of reasons that anyone player can have a, a few bad games, but yes, but also, the last part of that question, Ollie, we still do love you. There you Great. go. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Are we back? <laughs> Literally, this is the sentence. Are we back to being Ottawa? Uh, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I mean, they're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's it's funny because this, <laughs> this is actually the only time we've been in this situation. We've either been finishing last or next to last or won the league. And now we're, you know, we're we're waiting out there and mid-table mediocrity it's (laughs) so maybe it's just you know the gods invoking them again sort of balancing everything out for us this season who knows yeah you know we we just maybe we just like to to play the field you know last place first place we want to try everything out (laughs) i just want to try it you know like i want to go to college i want to make travel (laughs) europe like go to thailand or something like I want to see what's out there. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> um, who's to blame for this 10 ply mental strength that we have? Oh God. I don't know. I don't know. I honestly think it's probably just like an overall psychological blanket that's sitting over the team. Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of like when, when you're a player, um, and we talk about, you know, guys like uh, Mora Grega last season. You know, there's a lot of pressure on you to score when you're not producing. The, the longer you don't produce, the more the pressure oh, the worse gets, it gets, yeah. you know, gets on, on you. And then the more you, you kind of succumb to the pressure. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's where we're at right now with the team. Yeah. Where it's like there's a lot of pressure now to win games. Mm-hmm. And, and especially when we're dropping games to teams we should have beat, i.e. Yeah. Vancouver. Yeah. Um. So, but because of that, it's like a it's like a self fulfilling prophecy of like we need points, but we're not getting points. So we need points, but we're not getting points. Um. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And you know, when when you drop points like that multiple times, then it just yeah, if you do it yeah. again and again and again, it's a really hard uh, monkey to get off your back. It's a hard hole to dig yourself out of. Yeah, compounds and compounds and compounds. Yeah. So. Um. I guess I'll read it because it has my name in it. Um. <laughs> oh, Johnny, what the hell do I even say? First, this is the Halifax game, I'm guessing. First half, the team was on crack. 
If our ability to finish was anywhere remotely present, ATO would have been up by three. Then they came on for the second half. And I don't know what the f*** they smoked, but they switched off completely. It's why I made that joke too. Um, <laughs> then we lose an injury time again. What is going on in the ATO locker room? Uh, I have no idea. I wish I did. I wish yeah. I knew. I guess we kind of uh, just said that too. Like, yeah. I don't think I know, like, Again, uh, I just, the mentality. I think we're just letting it get to us, which sucks. And I know, I know that I was really doom and gloom earlier when I said, like, the wheels have fallen off and, like, you know, our chances are over and, like, you know, we might just barely scrape a pie in playoffs. But, like, when you have four games in a row like that and then you've only got three games left to go to the end, this is why, yeah, we, I, I was so doom and gloom because it's far more easy to predict that we just continue to be bad for the next three games than it is that we, like, pick it up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <sighs> Um, yeah. All right. Yeah. I will. Uh, I'll, I'm going to do this is a double about about yeah. our our boy. <laughs> Some of these questions well. were similar, so we're just going to do a back to back. Okay. I'll read both, and then you can answer. Yeah. I swear to God, Del Campo was playing for the other team. Mans was defending the Halifax net with his awful headers and volleys. Next, <laughs> next one. Del Campo looking like another fraud. Is it time to ban the number ninety nine? And how the fuck do we solve our finishing issues moving forward? brackets even into next season um i think we all remember that really awful header in the halifax game that you know probably went mm-hmm. into the harbor um, <laughs> mm-hmm. um and yeah time to ban the number nine, 99 i think so i hate number 99 on a soccer player i think it sucks yeah when he when he announced that i was like you dummy yeah <laughs> i think well, all of us were gr- right especially, crowd. right especially when uche picked the same one i'm like i think they like they don't know they, they don't know. Like, you can't come to Canada and we're 99. <laughs> like, they've no. got no clue. Um, but yeah, I'll, yeah, sorry. It's, yeah, we have to retire at number nine. Next time they say it, we'll just say no. You do the normal <laughs> no. thing and you play 18 or 27 or 36 yeah. or 45. Like, that's, you don't, you don't pick 99. Don't do it. No, 99 is, 99 it's is cursed. It's yeah. cursed. Yeah. It's like the number nine shirt at Chelsea. It's just, it's cursed. Don't take it. I thought you were just gonna say it's like Chelsea. They're cursed. I'm like, That's fair. Yeah, that too. That too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one loss to Halifax, and we got the entire CPL in our Discord chat. <laughs> this was probably asked the night of. Yeah. How massive does that make us? I mean, obviously, it makes us gargantuan. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that every other team needs to come out of the woodwork to clown on us when we mm-hmm. when we lose a game like this in injury time, to me, just shows that you know they're 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 just a bunch of jealous. That's well, jealous. I mean, chance. they're not doing that when Valor loses. They're not doing no. that when Vancouver loses, right? They're they're probably not even doing it when Forge loses. Yeah, Just I mean, us. I think they're doing it, they're doing it because you know they see it as like vengeance from last season, where we like we clowned on them hard on social media the entire year. Yeah, um, you know but- what? I meant to actually bring this up in the 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 post Halifax game discussion, but I think one thing that we kind of need to address, especially in some of those tweets that love to point out, they love to you put the Spanish qualifier in there. Uh-huh. We love to mention the players are Spanish or that you're a Spanish team. Um, when are we going to talk about this thinly veiled xenophobia that nobody wants to talk about? You know, That's like it's, it's kind of an inherently Canadian thing as well. We've seen it in hockey for decades, you know, with European players coming in. Like yeah, we a have a different point, view actually. of them. Um, and now we're bringing that into our Canadian Premier League that people are, you know, shitting on Spanish players for being Spanish. And yeah. uh, if you do that, I kind of want you to take a look at yourself because it's pretty ugly. It is. Um, it's okay. pretty ugly and it's gross and there's really no room for that here. Yeah. 
I, uh, I, I echo your, your sentiment, man, honestly. And it's not, you're right. Cause I have seen it as well, especially, uh, of late, you know, when we lose these, these heartbreakers, yeah. um, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's fun to joke around, whatever, but you know, jokes are one thing and, and bigotry is another. Exactly. Um, so exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, a lot of people have been comparing our recent performance with that of the perennial losing season. Red blacks. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that accurate. Ain't uh, are we just the soccer version of that? Not so storied franchise. <laughs> I mean, you know, mostly mediocrity and then, you know, one crack season where you win it all. Yeah. Um, maybe if we had won it all, then it would be a better uh, comparison. comparison. But the fact that yeah. we didn't actually win it all means that, you know, maybe we are the soccer version, but the slightly worse soccer version. <laughs> yeah yeah good point Who knows? good point oh that sucks i didn't want to think yeah. about that but <laughs> no, no me either whoever said this in you are the worst <laughs> um all right last one is a triple header Ooh. if and i hate that i have to write that if we make the playoffs how far do you guys think we'll make it in the new format at this point it, number two at this point it doesn't look like we'll win any trophies this year who do we have to eliminate in the playoffs to salvage the season and end off on a decent note? And three, what's the over under on where we'll place in the playoffs, considering that the only way we'll make them now is because York and Halifax won't have enough under 21 minutes. <laughs> I guess a bold claim, but yeah, I mean, we can still easily make the playoffs without, you know, I think York <laughs> York's not sitting in a good position right now. Their last three games are against Cavs, us, and Vancouver. Mm. So, you know, I could see them picking up points against Vancouver. They're certainly going to get dummied by the Cavs. Yeah. So, and hopefully they'll lose to us. Um, so it's truly going to be a bit of a bit of a knife fight between us and them. Yeah. Um, so in that in that case, I mean, I think I think York's going to probably again, this is me looking at my crystal ball of mm-hmm. York trying to make the playoffs. They'll play full squad against Cavs, close to full squad against us and then a bunch of under 21s against Vancouver. Well, and then some people will also put it the other way. It's like, if they know they're going to lose to Cavs, mm-hmm. why don't they get all the under-21s out of the way there and then try and win the other games that are a bit more winnable? Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, who knows? Um, yeah. But at this point, uh, I just hope that... I do think it would be funny if York like <laughs> made the playoffs and then got eliminated because of under-21 minutes, especially on how hard York fans were like clowning on us last year about under-21 minutes. Oh, everyone was, bro. Everyone was. And both <laughs> them and Halifax have been in a worse position than us all season. All Nobody's season. saying yeah. shit. But I digress. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so probably won't win any trophies this year. I agree. Um, who do we have to eliminate in the playoffs to salvage the season? I mean, like you said, if this is 4-5 and five and we, we kick Halifax out of the playoffs, then... Yeah. I would be happy. That I'd be happy be with us kicking success. Halifax out. Um, and then, you know, if we be forged, that would be even better. Yeah. But who knows? Who knows what will happen? If we make, yeah, if we make four or five, winning the first game would, would, would you know, mean everything. And then Agreed. everything else, you know, I don't think we're going to go on a run afterwards, but winning the first game would, would sort of be a cherry on top of a shit Sunday that's been the end of the season so far. Yeah, it's been a real, been a real fizzle at the end of the season. Real fizzle. Uh, I, so I know you said that this was the end of the mailbag, but I have a question for you, Johnny. Yeah. And it's one that's been sitting in the mailbag for the last week and a half. Okay. All right. All right. It's been a while since you got that bidet, Johnny. What's the <laughs> longest session you've used it, and did you feel dirtier when you were finished? <laughs> oh my goodness! Did I mention a bidet on the show? <laughs> Apparently, at some point. Oh, wow. But yes. Whoever wrote this knows that you got a bidet. That's so funny. I think I tweeted about it a couple of times. Listen, I love my bidet. 
Um, if any it's of you out Euro- there, it's very European of you. I like it, buddy. It needs to it needs to spread across the world. If you don't have a bidet, I'm sorry, North Americans, you're too dirty. Uh, it's, a, it's, but, it's a feeling like you've never felt before. But do you have the bidet that like is like a shooting bidet? Yeah, like the one you get oh, on Amazon that like clips. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because like I know here we have what's called an Italian bidet, which is real gross. It's essentially just like oh, like another a, sink. Yeah, it's like a sink, and then you're supposed to like splash in yeah. with your hand. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, I would never do that. <laughs> That's a different beast, isn't it? Yeah, it's literally just the thing that I when I clean the bathroom, I have to clean it because it's covered in dust. Yeah, and I'm like, this is just another toilet I have to clean <laughs> that I never use. So yes, if you're going to buy a bidet, buy one of the like the good the good ones. Yeah, they're great. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get too gross on the pod, but you'll 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 thank me for it. You'll thank me for it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> what a great uh, end of the mailbag that is. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> Um, next match, Valor at home, our final home game of the season, Sunday, September 24th, 2 p.m. local time. Um, I wish I could be there. It is my fiance's birthday, so I will not be. Um, uh, the Christmas I mean, fall we air. We talked about this. Johnny, we talked about this. She should understand that on her birthday, you should go to the game. This is that where can be we part, of, part of your birthday dinner. Yeah. You know, you go out for dinner, nice yeah. drinks, go to the game. Yeah. Finish the game, take her go. out, dancing afterwards, boom, yeah. done. <laughs> I do miss those like afternoon fa- autumn games, dude. Like they're so sick. The vibe is impeccable. Yeah. They are so good. They're so good. And <laughs> the worst part is like I was super stoked when I saw the time of this game. I was like, oh man, home versus Valor, 2 p.m. I'm like, that's 9 p.m. here. It's gonna be great. I'm yeah. totally gonna watch it. Yeah. And I'm in England this weekend. That's the only one be able to see it. Yeah, well, I mean, I could, see, I, I mean, theoretically, no I could see it, but, 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 no, I could see it. I could definitely see it live. Oh yeah, okay, you're not gonna be too busy. But of course, my, you know, it's on Sunday. What is that? Oh no, I'm gonna be on a plane. Ah, the worst. Ah, uh, damn. <laughs> I'm flying back to Riga on Sunday. Ah, uh, so. damn. Ugh, the worst. How well, dare they? This, so yes, this could be a real banana peel for us with Valor not wanting to finish last. Um. Although did you did you see Matteo the 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 tweet that the team put out after Matteo de Brienne was like Ottawa's hostile territory yeah, to me no, and I'm like yo yeah whoever came up with that hats off hats no, that off. was fantastic <laughs> and he is at a contract next season by the way I'm sure everyone saw Fernando totally tapping him up on Twitter oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah I think like, it's someone, hilarious someone wrote like sign this man hashtag yeah. bring him home and then Fernando was like if he's willing I'm if like yes willing. he is Fernando yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fernando, bring him home. We should have signed him. We should have signed him like last season. Yeah, I know. It's the one that got away because we literally did have him at one point. I know. So you know what? Next season Next signing. Season. He's an, he's an off season signing. I think that's my hot take. He's gonna. We're gonna sign him in the summer. Let's see it. Um, Carl Howarth announced that he is retiring from the game of football. Yes, Mr. Ottawa himself. I know that I have had many emotional moments watching this man play. Um, oh, at TD Place, as have has a view, as have you know everyone else listening to this. Probably, um, we owe this man a great debt of gratitude uh, for what he's done for this game in this city. He is, you know, in, in my opinion, he should be going to Ottawa Sports Hall of Fame for his contributions to soccer in Ottawa because he is Mr. Ottawa. Agree. He's Mr. Soccer. Um, he has at least one more home game on Sunday. You better be there for it. Yeah, I'm, that's uh, all I'm gonna I'm, say about that. Yeah, I I agree, and um, you know, uh, 
I think we all saw the video of, of him telling Abu Sako that he's retiring. And they were like, he, Abu Sako's response is all of us. It was like, all what? of us. No. No. Why? No. Why? <laughs> <laughs> but, but either way, Carl, um, you know, I guess, I guess that's all we have to say is like, thank you for what you've done for the city, for what you've done for the sport, yeah. um, for what you've done for this club. I, I really hope, you know, you, you, if you want to stay involved in, in this, the, the league or the sport, I hope you find a place somewhere in Ottawa. Um, so you can continue to, you know, pull, put on your, put on your Atletico Ottawa shirt, same way Drew Becky has. Hell yeah. Um, but if, but if not, and that's not, you know, your journey, we wish you best of luck in the future. Um, but, but we are honored to have had you in this club and representing us, uh, wearing the red and white stripes. Absolutely. Uh, Love you to bits. I know he coaches right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, who knows if, if that, you know, parlays into a coaching job with us. I know, um, obviously, he just had a child. He's married. I'm, I'm just, I assume they're settled in Ottawa now for good. Um, would love to see him as part of the club. Can you imagine, yes, like, it, him and Drew, like, both just memeing it up, like, while Oh, my God, that would be the best. <laughs> you have just described the perfect scenario. These two, like, grizzled, like, audio, Ottawa veterans of the club just, like, working in management. Yeah, it would be very funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Could we? Can we can we make that happen? I want to see it, I, Fernando. I would love if you're listening, Do which it. I'm pretty sure you are. Make it happen. <laughs> um, I'm going to throw a spicy rumor out here. Actually, Ooh, in the wake of this news, rumor. in the wake of yes. this news, I know with three games left to go in the season is a weird time for a rumor. But um, listen, Johnny, they will never look a gift rumor in the mouth. All right. True. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, so the club had posted a Nate Ingham quote. Um, they're quote, posting lots of quotes from players thanking Carl. Um, giving him his farewell for retirement. Uh, this mm-hmm. Nathan Mangum quote says, it'll be impossible to replace him in the dressing room or on the field. My goal is to keep the same standards for this club after he's gone. Our success moving forward will be as much his as any of ours. So Ooh. not everyone is a contract following nerd like we are, but Nate Ingham signed a two year with no option contract in 2022. So technically he should be out next of contract year next out of year. Contract. However, ah. he is here saying that my goal is to keep the same standards for this club after he's gone. Did they just leak that he's going to stay in Ottawa after his contract is up this year? Is he going to resign? I mean, the, the, the ATO fan of me wants to say yes, mm-hmm. that is the case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think it's I, I, devil's advocate. I think it's vague enough that they could easily deny it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? Let's just let's let's just play the hot take. I think that that's Nate Ingham saying he's going to be he's going to take up the mantle of captaincy for this club going into the next season, which I would be completely OK with. Because Nate Ingham is All-State Nate. He's incredible. He's, I mean, there's a reason he's, again, part of the three nominees for Golden Scarf. Yep. Nate has been a solid stalwart all year. Yep. And he's, he's a leader. The same way that Drew Becky was, the same way that Carl Howarth was, like Nate Ingham is a leader. Yep. So I, I'm, I, would be, I would be fully happy with keeping him around next season. Yep. I mean, he's, he's, for, he's always been one of the best keepers in the league. Um, you know, the best teams, you know, hold on to their number ones for as long as they possibly can. You know, look at Forge, look at uh, Carducci at Calvary. Um, so, yeah, if we have, you know, a number one who is of, you know, an elite level as far as this league goes, you know, we'd be crazy not to do everything to try and keep him. I know, obviously, yeah. he wants to move up. He said that he feels he can play at a higher level. Um, I would love to see him do that as well. But uh, I also feel like he's not the type of dude that would clock that he's leaking information when talking to the club in in an offhanded way. So who knows? (laughs) Fair, 
Fair. <laughs> Plus, I would love to see. I would love to continue to see Nate Ingham's like pregame drip every week. Oh, <laughs> I love man, it. That, that guy looks good every week. <laughs> I do. I love it. I love when he, I I, love uh, when he does like the the answering the questions. That's when I do the social media stuff as well. And he just yeah, you know, he does great. everything to not answer the questions. It's it, yeah. <laughs> Says that he can't really read and like. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny too, because like, uh, yeah, every time they do the like, oh, like, look at what everyone's wearing before the game. Uh, every time Stephanie's like, Nate looks good. I'm like, oh, every time, every time, every my time, wife is like, every time, you got to comment on Nate Ingham looking it's good. Always I see how it is. It's always Nate. It's always Nate. It's never Neba. It's never Ollie. It's always Nate. But, 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 you know, also in her defense, I mean, he looks good every week. Yeah. <laughs> getting suspicious. Yeah, getting suspicious. So yeah. yes, there's your hot uh, rumor there. Hot rumor. Oh, hot I got, rumor I got, right and I got to use the soundbite again, which I haven't used in uh, a long, yes. long time. Yes. <laughs> um. So the club announced that there is a new two new trophies being introduced. Heck yeah. I knew obviously last year they had said that they were going to honor the regular season winners uh with the trophy yeah. and basically I was say, one of them it. is new in quotations. <laughs> yeah, well actually they both are new because the North Star Shield, the crystal one is actually being retired. Um, Thank God. And you know, it was awful. Um so they they introduced there's there's going to be two new trophies. There's going to be the Canadian Premier League Shield which they released the design for it um, yesterday when you're listening to this today when we recorded it. Um, it kind of looks like the North Star Shield, except it's made out of like silver and it's got like gold leaf on it. Like it looks pretty sick. Sick. Kinda Wait, looks like so a- does that mean we're going to get one in our trophy cabinet? This is the thing, right? Uh, we might. Who knows? I don't know how that's going to work. However, and Eddie pointed this out in the press release for this. Finally, once and for all, the league made it clear that the regular season trophy was not just announced in 2022 it was implemented in 2022 ah yes so even though we didn't have a trophy to lift that's going in the trophy case in the history history books our 2022 regular season winning season is a title yes so you know what let's everyone uh, by everyone i mean dan Dan duff photoshop photoshop get the photoshop out we gotta photoshop that cardboard into the <laughs> oh how have we not already photoshopped this trophy in know. like all the pictures of us and like the team right, and well, stuff like okay they, get on the photo all right every everyone everyone who's listening to this right now if you have the way a way to do it i expect to see it tomorrow we're gonna lean into this meme yeah like, look at this trophy we 100%. won just gaslight everyone into thinking that yeah. we totally had us a lift. <laughs> amazing amazing yeah. but yeah so yeah we have a title which you know is good is great because it means that you know we've won more silverware than half the league so that's that's good to know Heck yeah which um, is true which is true yeah officially um and they have another tro- so that's the trophy for the regular season the canadian premier league shield and then the north star cup is going to be Thank the trophy god yes for the uh, playoff winners um, they did not reveal the design for that. I believe that's going to be revealed closer to the actual end of the playoffs. Listen, man, as as long as it's not a glass microwave plate, right? I as long as it's a cool cup. So no, I'm yeah. stoked. I'm stoked. It should be sick. This should have this should have been the case off the jump. Um, I'm glad that Mark Noonan saw the light and uh, you know made this happen. So we're yeah. stoked for this. And yes. I hope that this it stays this way like forever. Now it's like okay, we got a shield for the season. We got a cup for the playoffs. And you know, they both give you the same amount of money. They both take you into Concacaf. So. We're yep. stoked. We're stoked. Um, stoked. Golden Scarf. Three nominees for Golden Scarf. Allstate, yes. Nate Ingham, St. Miguel Acosta, and Hollywood, Ollie Bassett are your three nominees for the Golden Scarf. They sure are. And all of them are well-deserving. All of them well-deserving. Uh, there will be articles on our website about all of these yeah, players they, in the days I leading the, up to our final I game. Think the, 
I think the Nate Ingham one has already dropped. The Ingham one has already dropped yesterday when you're listening to this. Um, there will be another one dropped today as you're listening to this, and then another one uh, tomorrow. And then it will be awarded um, on field before the game on Sunday. Go and check out those just... articles because they're really, really yeah. good. Go check out the articles and also thank you guys for voting um, and, and giving your opinion on who you think deserves it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's awesome to see these three players because I think these three players are, are, are woven into the fabric of this team. For which sure. Is awesome. For sure. Yeah. Um, I know last year I wrote the article for the Blue Tablet nomination. And, yeah, you did. And in it, I was like, yeah, we've got this guy for another two years. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Man, could you imagine if we still had Blue Tablet though? Uh, oh, I know. I know. Oh God, I don't want to think about it. But uh, sunshine, <laughs> lollipops, and rainbows. <laughs> but yes, look at those articles; they're great. Uh, make sure you go ahead show show up to the game early enough to see it be awarded on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, to be at the game, use the W Ticket Live on our website. Tickets are going fast. We've already opened up the North they Stand. Are. That's true. North Stand has been open. We're uh, Fernando said on Twitter they're expecting the highest attendance of the year, which I think will be a tall order, but. Let's see it happen. Let's see it happen, Captain. Mm. Get yep. yourselves out there. Um, hot stove in the lead up. I'm guessing we'll probably have one on Saturday. There's, I know their past couple ones have been a little ad hoc because of how thick and fast our schedule is coming. So stay connected to the Twitter. Um, True. It will mention when the hot stove is. Um, as far as articles, make sure you continue reading Patty Gibson's player rankings articles, Ben Ralph uh, WordPress articles. I have to give uh, I have to give a special shout out to the writer shed. Hell Obviously, yeah! Like Hell the, yeah. the stuff the stuff that that these folks are putting out is just top tier. Mm-hmm. So just keep doing what you guys are doing. Yeah. It's amazing. Like it's awesome to see regular content for this team mm-hmm. uh, put out. Uh, you know, and and it, again, it's just professional. It's polished. I love it. So just keep doing what you're doing. It's it's awesome. And we are very happy to have you as part of the the greater Capital City supporters outreach with the podcast and yeah. all the writing articles it's great, it's I'm great. Gonna say it. they've they've been yeah. one up in us as far as being consistent how many times have we been late <laughs> True this enough. season like- True enough. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry everybody who's listening right now i promise we will be on time next week <laughs> tall order <laughs> tall order um yeah just just beat valor okay please for the love of god just beat valor at home send send carl off with a home win like we yes, really we need this to. right now. Yeah, we really his, need this right his now. His swan, his swan song has to be a W. It has to be. Yeah, make it better than Drew w- Becky's swan song, uh, please. I would, I would love to see like us win and Carl to get a goal. Would oh be my god, one last free kick goal. Man. Yes, like a just like a, just like a ripper. Yeah, like like bust bust the net. Yeah. like that's what I want to see. Please, please. Yes, please, Carl. Please. All right. Well, been a great episode, Patty. It I know we been. turned uh, what was a bit of a dire situation into not that bad of an episode. We did. You know what? You know what? It's funny because everyone, you know, like last week we talked about it. We're like, how do we not be doom and gloom? Yeah. I feel like we were a bit doom and gloom at the beginning. Yeah. But by the end, we were like, you know what? It's not so bad. Not and so bad. I, I'm going to give all of the credit to the Capital City supporters members who made the mailbag. And that made me feel a lot better. It's true. It always is a <laughs> It always is. Turner, when we get the mailbag, I'm like, yeah, we're going to turn it around. Well, because we'll be doom and gloom and then the questions come in and they're doom and gloom, but in a funny way. And then it makes yeah. us laugh. <laughs> <laughs> So, so what yeah. we're saying is you guys are all funnier than we are. Absolutely. Keep doing what you're doing. All <laughs> Do right. You keep doing it. Well, keep doing it. we'll be in your ears next week. See you guys. Later. Yes. See you later. Paul. Vamos at Letty. Vamos Let's go this weekend. <laughs>